Hello, welcome to the Local Artisan Collective podcast, a monthly podcast devoted to all things going on at the Local Artisan Collective. And this podcast will have interviews, we'll talk about upcoming events, we'll meet some of our local artists, and just generally give you a chance to get to know us. Here are your hosts, Stephanie Howerton and Jenny Rossen de Venegas. and welcome to this month's podcast. I am Stephanie Howerton and I'm here with Jenny Venegas and this month we're really excited to be interviewing. That's me, I'm Izzy Fisher, also known as Untidy Venus. So this month, we are beyond delighted to have the amazing and talented and also full of incredible ideas, nice, wonderful person, Izzy Fisher from Untidy Venus with us. She's been at the Larson Collective for about two months and we love her. I am the uh, feral housewife with no leash. They (laughs) allow to just run amok apparently. (laughs) Yeah, well tell us what untidy venus means because that's a pretty cool thing oh yeah so uh my my art is untidy venus i'm a goddess who's bad at housekeeping which is a lifestyle and a brand (laughs) but uh i'm a watercolor illustrator block printer uh sticker and enamel designer and kind of anything else i can get my grubby little paws on to try (laughs) well and and you actually went to school you have a lot of formal training as well do you want to tell us about that? Sure, yeah. Um, I mean, I always did art. I actually originally did it, started my undergrad. I was going to be a large animal vet. I I wanted to be a cow doctor. And it turns out I'm just not that good at science. And veterinary uh, school is one of the most competitive schools to get into because everybody wants to be in a vet. And there are less vet schools than there are um, like medical schools. So that went out the window. So I just kept drawing cows and goats and sheep and horses and eventually somebody at my junior college said why don't you take some art classes and I ended up with a um, associate of science in applied art and design because I kept taking computer classes and like formal traditional drawing and painting classes because I I just felt like computers were probably going to be important for the art world and then I took a couple years off Um, I freelanced for the uh, what do they call it now the Model T Plex, uh, Model T Museum in downtown Detroit, which is not part of the Henry Ford complex, but it was, it's located in Henry Ford's very first original factory. It was lost. They sort of just lost the paperwork. It almost got torn down and then somebody decided to revive it and turn it into a museum. Uh, So I got to do that. Uh, Just like happenstance, talking to people was like, yeah, I'll move to Detroit to try this. (laughs) And then thought, man, I should probably get a degree if I want to keep doing things, but I actually get paid for them. So I did go to the Academy of Art in San Francisco and got my bachelor's in illustration. I 100% don't regret it, but I 100% don't recommend don't go get a bachelor's in illustration, guys. It's really expensive. So yeah, and then, uh, oh, when I was at the Academy of Art, I learned a lot of great things. I met a ton of great people. The head of my department, it was uh, Chuck. He actually is the illustrator who drew all the Coca-Cola panda, or Coca-Cola pandas, Coca-Cola Santas for like 40 years for Coke. Wow. 
he does, uh, as they say, Sunbloom style Santas. Sunbloom was an illustrator in the 30s. It's a whole art school thing, but um, met a ton of people, but also realized everything they were preparing me for was jobs for old white guys in 1952. They were all things that don't exist anymore. So I decided to go feral and just make my own art and see who would buy it. And I've been doing craft shows and whatnot since. And then the amazing Roxanne turned me on to the Artisan Collective where, yeah, uh, now Stephanie and Jenny let me run wild. <laughs> That's easy to do because you're so awesome. So. Oh, thank you. <laughs> do you want to tell everyone about some of the things that you do have at the store and that you make? Because they're really fantastic. Oh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so uh, I really, truly love doing watercolors. I did not when I started in school. I genuinely hated watercolors. Oh, and really? I, I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, I hated it so bad. I actually almost failed my illustration two class because I could not figure them out. And I basically ended up being forced into a, like remedial watercolor painting, which uh -huh. is like going to remedial math in like <laughs> high school, like is very embarrassing. But I had a wonderful teacher who was like, oh, you're trying to force it to be acrylics, but it's watercolor. It does its own thing. Let go of the control. Let it do right. its thing. Work around it. And then now it's my favorite thing. So I have awesome prints that I sell of my original watercolors. I'm a very messy worker. I don't tend to sell my originals very often. But I try and keep my prints really affordable. I also design enamel pins. I have a whole set of snackosaurs, dinosaurs made of junk food uh, sure. that we turned into enamel pins. And we randomly do, me and my husband randomly do uh, Kickstarters to fund more crazy designs. I think we're up to 13 designs currently uh, they are cool they're so cool yeah you know things like a terra snack doll he's a pterodactyl made of chicken nuggets <laughs> or like a brachio pretzel he's a brachiosaur pretzel or the utah snackter he's a utah raptor made of green jello because i also draw a bunch of unicorns because i love unicorns and all my unicorns are named gary so if you see any of my unicorns, you can just say, hi, Gary. <laughs> uh, yeah, I do block printing. So basically I carve my own stamps and then I ink them and I press them. I have kitchen towels that I have block printed with fabric safe ink. So they're ready to use and abuse and look adorable. Um, I do tie dye. So I've got some tie dye kitchen towels because you can't stain a tea towel that's already stained. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so I take my art very seriously, as you can tell, and uh, I just, I love making fun things. My husband does paracord, and we have a bunch of Steve's paracord here as well. We have little upcycled scrap paracord buddies. They're little people made of paracord. Use them as a zipper pull, use them as a fidget thing, use them as a cat toy, whatever. Oh no, we're being attacked! Yes! Sorry, everyone! <laughs> and if I sound a little echoey, everybody, it's because I'm actually recording from the Artisan Collective, because at the time of this here recording, they decided to rip all the power lines out in front of my house. Oh, so it's geez. very loud, and there's no power. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it makes a difference, right? <laughs> right? Uh, so yeah, and then, so those are a bunch of the products that I have here at the local Artisan Collective. Oh, and I have stickers of my art. Uh, my husband and I also have a podcast, Everything I Learned from Movies, E-I-L-F Movies on all your favorite podcatchers, where we talk about uh, good beer, bad movies, and funny third thing. <laughs> all awesome. <laughs> you forgot you have buttons, too, and mirrors, right. and magnets. That's right, and bottle openers. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I own... Those are so cool. I really yeah. like those. 
well, then we may have to get together and make some. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I own my own bed and press machine, which I won't lie is 100% like a childhood dream. Like <laughs> I want to make my own buttons and finally I did it. Um, so yeah, I may have but like buttons with my art on it. Um, magnets with rare earth backing. So they're nice and strong. They won't slide down and have to be held up by the Americans first credit union magnet, you know, that you got at the, ca the county fair four years ago. Um, <laughs> we've all been there, right? <laughs> yeah. I have uh, magnetic bottle openers and I have little pocket mirrors. They're two and a quarter inch. So they'll slide right into your wallet, put it in your travel stuff. And I can say as somebody who's traveled all over the world pre-COVID uh, with them and constantly kept pulling it out of my purse and throwing it on the ground, not on purpose, but that's just what happened. They're super strong. I've yet to crack one. <laughs> woo, woo. I had one in my wallet. We were in Japan and Japan basically only uses coins. So my, my wallet was just in and out of my purse. It was on the ground every single time. I probably dropped it 200 times in six days. <laughs> it's fine. It's totally fine. <laughs> uh, your prints are super popular at the store. Why don't you people, uh, because your background plays into that as well, you know, in some of them. So you want to tell a little everyone a little bit about those and what oh, they sure are. so uh i don't drop people i'm just gonna say this right out now i don't find oh, this sound terrible i don't find people interesting there's a lot of people who draw gorgeous figures gorgeous portraits i am not one of them and i'm gonna let those people do it i prefer like animals and monsters and fantasy things and cryptids so uh, i have a couple of like very cute very stylized charts of like some of the local deer and um, I have like the anatomy of an anteater and the anatomy of a horse um, because I, I just, I still love animals insides and out. <laughs> yep. Uh, I have some pigs made of pork products. You may have seen the five little piggies. Uh, my, a lot of vegetarians and a lot of people who are like halal, kosher, or whatever, really enjoy that print because they say it's the only pigs that are allowed in their kitchen. I get that mm -hmm. comment a lot. <laughs> But um, yeah, lots of little critters. I also enjoy like pop culture, bad movies. I'm a monster kid at heart. Um, I love like monster movies. So I have a whole set of movie monsters who love kittens. So there's like a xenomorph hugging Jonesy the cat from Alien. And then because I did Alien, I had to do like a predator holding kittens and like graboids from Tremors holding kittens. And <laughs> it's a lot of kittens. Um, <laughs> I also have an eight and a half by 11 inch uh, sort of like extra large print mini poster of every recognized AKC dog breed. Took me 600 hours to paint all the dogs. Whoa. Yeah, it was a lot of dogs. Um, I actually did it for uh, an AKC uh, certified show, the Golden Gate Kennel Club show on the West Coast. Uh, it was not a hit there, but it has been a hit pretty much everywhere else. And before the question comes up, I'm so sorry, guys, I can't do a mutts chart because I don't know what every single person in the world's dog looks like. That's fair. <laughs> that is fair. <laughs> Even though I'm pro mutts. <laughs> One of our kids that takes uh, the um, art class that Roxy and I teach is in love with your stuff. And he was so excited that he actually got to meet you. Oh, he's <laughs> so like, cute. He's a great artist too. It. He is an amazing artist. He is really <laughs> incredible. And he's also a monster kid. We talked a little bit about, uh, about movie monsters and that. And that's something that growing up, I was the only person who liked like 
movie monsters. Like I had friends who were in like horror movies and people were into like slasher movies. But I was the only one like, no, I just want to see a guy in a rubber suit, like run around in a forest. And everybody was like, you're crazy. These are bad. And it turns out there's a whole bunch of us. We're out there, guys. <laughs> True. It's okay. What's your favorite piece that you have in the shop right now? Ooh, that's, that's a very good question. Like an artist, I both love and hate all of my own stuff. I don't have my own art up at home, but I do wear my enamel pins. So maybe it's my enamel pins because I, I carry them around a lot. The, the original Gary's, the white glitter body with the blue hair, um, the, that style Gary has been my logo for a really long time. So I have a special attachment to original Gary. Oh, the skeleton Gary and Pegasus Gary are both also awesome. <laughs> and skeleton Gary has glowing the dark bones. Yeah, they're so cool. <laughs> so on top of all of these amazing things that you do, you are also a teacher. Do you want to talk about some of the things that you're teaching um, at the collective? They're really cool entrepreneur classes. Oh, yeah. And I even have an actual art class coming up. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so as I mentioned, my husband and I have a podcast, Everything I Learned from Movies. We've been doing it for about six and a half years. We've been doing it about six months longer than we've been married, so I should probably know the date. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, we have a little over 600 episodes under our belt. We record twice a week. Uh, we do a full <coughs> length episode and a mini episode. And we, when we mention to people we are podcasters, we tend to get a lot of questions because it seems like everybody's got a podcast, so everybody wants to know how you have a podcast. So we, me and my husband, Steve, you guys can spot him because he's almost seven feet tall. Uh, <laughs> we have been doing a learn to podcast class. So uh, we have one coming up in July. I am not very smart, don't have the date in front of me, but it is on the website, localartisancollective.com. <laughs> and uh, it's called So You Want a Podcast. Look for the one with the picture of the cat at the mic. That's our podcast Poe. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can pick our brains. We sort of go through just like how to get started, how to hone in your idea, how to not make the mistakes we made. Like we got um, 40, that's four zero episodes in before we realized you have to change the mic settings from the one on the laptop to the expensive mic you bought. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, you know. Uh, yeah, that. You know what, though? It's about quantity, not quality, right? <laughs> but, um, yeah, just like we can we can sort of talk you through the process using like the, the minimal, fairly minimal equipment. And then uh, just so much of it is about, I'm sure you guys have know from doing this podcast, just doing it. So just trying to like motivate people. Um, I also just did in May a class on uh, like a show clinic, how to do a craft booth. So if you've always wanted to sell things like at craft fairs or whatever, and just don't even know where to get started, just we're going to run through the basics. Like what is the equipment you need? Uh, how do you display your items? How do you price things? You actually make money because booths are not free. <laughs> right. Um, how do you eat snack? Like, do you eat snacks? There's a bunch of bad information on the internet, like never eat at your booth. I'm sorry, if somebody doesn't realize I'm a human and I need a sandwich, then they need to get out of my booth. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> like, hangry is real. <laughs> I don't want to rip your head off. I'm going to eat some pretzels. <laughs> but yeah, just uh, like going through, I've done at this point, very literally hundreds of booths. Uh, 
with the art on Tidy Venus uh, and some of my friends, we were doing booths as the unique corns because we all had unicorn art. Um, we did a year where we did like 42 booths in 52 weekends. It, we, we call it our, we called it our year of yes. We just said yes to everything. And then the next year we were like, can we just have a year of no, where we say no to a lot of things? <laughs> yeah, you deserve it after that. Yeah, it was, um, it was a lot, but we learned so much, like how to deal with variety, varieties of weather, how to take care of ourselves so that we could keep going for the next weekend and, you know, potentially hold down grown-up people jobs and how to like actually turn a profit so it wasn't just the money hole. So yeah, so I can, I have that. And then I'm probably going to do another one in August so we can get you guys already starting up for the holiday season. But Izzy, August is the middle of summer. You need to start prepping, honestly, in June <laughs> sure, for, sure. for holiday season. Sure. Um, and then I have coming up in July. So yeah, in July, we're going to have another podcast class and I'm going to do uh, how to block print. So I love doing block printing. It's where you basically carve your own stamp, ink it, and use that to create art. And um, everybody who comes to the class, we're going to design a block. We're going to carve it. You'll get a carving tool. And then you're going to leave with at least a proof of what you've done so far, AKA the first like test print, possibly a finished block and all the knowledge to keep going and do it yourself. That was awesome. That and awesome. I'm even going to try and show you guys how to not cut yourself. Because the very <laughs> first time I ever block printed before my class even started, when my supplies came, I was like, I'm going to try it out. First thing I did, jammed the U-tool into my thumb. It's ah. like, and they bleed, it bleeds so much more than you think it's going to. <laughs> like, 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 like an evil dead, bad, like blood squirting out from like a weird pump amount of blood. Like, how is this even possible? <laughs> so I'm going to throw up now. I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> So we're going to try and avoid that at all costs. Yes. Please come into the store. It looks like a Halloween horrible scene or something. So then our following class a few hours after that is going to be how to identify blood spatter. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's not a real class. <laughs> It is possible to do it without cutting yourself. I've done it too. <laughs> it is. I can save only in, I took my very first block cutting class in 2005. I've only cut myself one other time since then. And it was not with the U-tool. I, again, did not have proper form. And I took the knife tool right into the little, the little fleshy part between your pointer and your thumb. And again, it was... And not realistic amount of blood. Like if you put it in a movie, people would be like, well, that's overkill. <laughs> oh, gee. I also don't recommend that. So I'm going to show you guys the proper form on how to keep your hands <laughs> on the other side of your cutting tool. <laughs> yes. All the good things to learn about when you're an artist. Learn, learn from my mistakes. <laughs> That being said, I can show you how to properly clean it and bandage it up <laughs> if the worst happens. People think that as artists, we just like sit in the chair and pencil and there's no hard work, but it's not true. No, literally blood, there's sweat, and tears. Dangers. 
<laughs> when when I was taking my undergrad, my at my junior college, my my associates classes, I also had pet uh, goats. I grew up on a pygmy goat farm, so we had the little tiny petting zoo goats. We bred them for uh, for show and for companion animals. Aww. And so just between that, I literally had bandages on like every finger. And then at the time I was also working for a pet shop. So like I had to go get rubber gloves before I went to the fish tanks because I just constantly was, my hands were just open wounds for a while. Oh, so you guys can learn from my mistakes. We'll keep that from happening. Well, is there anything else you would like to tell our listeners, Izzy? Um, I mean, if you guys want to look me up, I am everywhere at Untidy Venus. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. I'm on all the social medias, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Untidy Venus. Um, I also have a Patreon where I actually have a couple of recorded classes. You can just all Patreon levels at Untidy Venus on Patreon. I've like Stephanie, I know is a follower. I have my learn to watercolor up there and I'm about to uh, do my intro to acrylic painting. Because um, a friend of mine actually wants some very expensive acrylic paints and she's a knitter. So she sent them to me. So thank you, nice. Golden, for free, super expensive. Yeah, oh she won a golden goodness. package. She also sent me a plain an painting uh, easel like of course the knitter one the like dream <laughs> art package from the very expensive company but yeah uh, so that's on patreon and i have an etsy shop as well if for some reason you're just not able to get into the artisan collective i am also at untidyvenus.etsy.com and do you want to give a shout out to your podcast oh yeah find our podcast uh we're on all the podcatchers as everything i learned from movies that's e-i-l-f movies um yeah Twitter and Facebook. Uh, don't trust the Instagram. Unfortunately, we've got hacked and Instagram won't do anything about it. But EILF movies on Twitter and Instagram. You'll probably get a hold of my lovely husband, Steve. Don't worry. He's only a low key troll. <laughs> he doesn't mean any of it. <laughs> no, it's great. Um, yeah, he actually makes memes like three times a week of the movies that we're about to watch. And the first and third Wednesday of every month, starting at seven, we host a free movie night at Bruvies in Ogden. We show bad to questionable movies and uh, review some of the beers that they have on tap. And it's super fun. We do some trivia. Um, we hand out some of our podcast stickers. It's super, super fun. Uh, when is this airing again? It will be the beginning of the month or the very end of the month, which we're at right now, so. Oh, okay, because uh, so June is Nin, uh, or wait, what is June? Oh, that's right. So on our podcast, June is Pokemon because my birthday is in June. So we're doing Pokemon movies, but happy birthday early. Oh, thank you. Somebody was actually already showing Pokemon movies at the Brewies in Salt Lake and they didn't want to compete. So we are watching one of my favorite movies in the whole wide world, Big Trouble in Little China on June 1st. Oh. Uh, yeah, John Carpenter, Kurt Russell, karate uh, wizards in San Francisco. And then our movie, uh, our second movie, I forget exactly the day, but the second Wednesday in June is going to be a movie called Wild Zero. It is subtitled. It is probably for teens or and adults. I wouldn't bring the young ones, but it is a Japanese punk rock pro-queer zombie apocalypse movie wow that's a lot happening <laughs> yes a 
punk, a Japanese punk rock band who is actually aliens accidentally raises a zombie army, a Coke dealer wearing way too short of board short, uh, booty shorts, takes control of the zombie army, and a kid who loves punk rock and a girl he met at a gas station have to try and find a way to stop them. <laughs> <laughs> well, Peruvies is such a cool place too, so you can't go wrong going there and seeing movies and all that stuff too. Oh yeah, super fun. Um, we also wanted to say thank you to Richard Green, who is our man behind the scenes. He has yes, another amazing podcast, I think, therefore I fan, the Philosophy and Pop Culture Podcast. So check all of us out in all of those places, and thanks for listening. This month, we have a ton of amazing things happening. So many fun classes. So in June, on June 3rd, we have a silver band ring class with Renee Venegas, where you get to come and make your own silver ring. Also on June 3rd, which happens to be our stroll night, which will be really fun. We have a marbling a headband class or more. So you can come and do a marbling class where you make a headband, or you can also stop by and make a free bead that you can marble yourself and turn it into a necklace yes. that night at the art stroll uh, the featured artist is emory young and she will be giving away free stickers and it will be a really awesome night to see all the different things that she's making and izzy you're going to be there do you want to talk a little bit about what you're going to be doing that night yeah i'm going to bring my button maker and we are going to be making buttons on site so for five dollars you can decorate and press your very own two and a quarter inch button or magnet i can even bring magnet backs Ooh, mm -hmm. that sounds very 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 fun <laughs> super satisfying <laughs> uh steve stones will be there he'll be doing some painting demos Jan uh, janie will be there and she's going to be doing some macrame demos and um on top of all of that you can also find us online that night so you can find us on instagram from 6 to 6 30 and then also on facebook throughout the the night and day and all those fun things whenever artists decide to join <laughs> um we also have some cool summer camps happening so um, renee venegas has a silversmithing camp that will be starting on june 6th we also are really excited to be part of the Ogden Arts Festival. We do that festival every year and it's always a great time. And so one of the things that they do is they have different organizations do activities to build up to that. And our activity will be on Tuesday the 7th, Earl Talbot and I will be doing um, leather bracelets that you can come and marble for free. Oh, so, so cool. Right? <laughs> so from one to three on the 7th, stop by and do that. Uh, we also have our monthly fix-it day, so you can stop by and do that. Then on June 11th, we'll be doing a silk scarf class as well. So earlier in the day, you can come and get all of your amazing things fixed and then do a marbling silk scarf after. Which, Izzy, we need to have you come and do sometime because yes. I know you haven't done marbling yet. I was, I've never marbled. I've done lots of tie dyeing and ice dyeing and natural dyeing. And I was just telling my husband today, like, babe, we're going to have to sign up for the marbling class because <laughs> I want to learn how to marble. It's pretty fun. <laughs> um, then on Tuesday, the 14th at 630, Jaina will be doing her resin keychains. 
these um not, not only keychains but you can also make a trinket box those yes. turned out so cool oh they're so cute you guys you, go check out the pictures on the website sign up they're so cute yes it was really fun to see what they created last month i loved it <laughs> Then on uh, June 15th, we'll be starting our teen fashion summer camp where kids oh, get to yes. come and do a variety of things. And we also on the 16th start our semester long summer art camp of the Oops I Arted. So you can get signed up for that as well. Excellent, come make art. Right, <laughs> so many things. Then on June 18th at six o'clock, you can come and make a silver cuff bracelet class. So you can get to have mm. stone and all sorts of beautiful silversmithing things with Renee and on June 24th you'll be able to come and make a felted needle pendant so you get to make your own design and put it in a little necklace little frame so yeah I'm excited about that <laughs> needle felting is also something I've never done and it just sounds like so much fun but lots yeah, of yeah you should definitely come and do it yes and then on June 30th, we will be having our Space Explorer Summer Art Camp. So, so many fun things this summer. You can register for those by calling the store at 801-393-2787 or by going to our website at localartisancollective.com. Yes, check it out. You can find uh, advertisements and pictures of these things on all of the social medias at Local Artisan Collective. As always, we really appreciate all of our Patreon sponsors. We couldn't do the podcast without you, and you also help support our store, so thank you. We would highly recommend that you go and check out these fantastic local businesses. First, thanks to Untidy Venus, who you just heard all the amazing Yay! things about. That's me. <laughs> thanks Happy everyone, Grand. Untidy Venus. <laughs> yeah, she's <laughs> awesome. We love her. And uh, thanks to Grounds for Coffee on 25th Street. Thanks to Grounds for Coffee on 30th Street. Thank you to Taboo Pizza and Our Earthly Treasures. Thanks to Jan Harris Studio Smith. Our Children's Earth and Rivalis. Thank you to Elements of Real Estate, Taboo Pizza, Lavender Vinyl, and Crema. And also thank you to Jute by Genie and Creativity Connects. Then on top of that, we have the most fantastic customers in the whole world. You know we love you with all of our heart. So thank you very much for being Patreon sponsors. Yeah, right? <laughs> Joanna, <laughs> Megan, Debbie, Margie and Fred, Matthew, Christina, and Megan. We really appreciate you all. And Izzy's going to tell us where you can find us. Oh, guys, be sure to find us everywhere at Local Artisan Collective. We have our website at localartisancollective.com. You can find our podcast on all of your local podcatchers under Local Artisan Collective. And be sure to check all of our social media, Facebook, Instagram, even occasionally Twitter at Local Artisan Collective. Thank you so much for joining us, joining us this month. And <laughs> we will see you next month. Bye.